Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Greetings to each one of you. This is Inverse. My name is Justin, and in the studio we have Siku and Jonathan and Israel. And hey, guys. Hi. Hey. And we we'll say hello to each one of you. Hello. We are studying the topic of Adventist heritage. And if you know anything about Seventh Day Adventists, we are the people who live longer than anyone else, thanks to the Blue Zones and National Geographic studies that have been out. Uh, why is that the case? Why are Adventists known for our health and our health habits? So that's what we're talking about. We are looking Looking at Adventist heritage, the history of the development of our church beliefs and practices and, and what we do as a community. And we're going to go to Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Where we'll, that's what we'll start with. We don't know where we're going to end, but that's where we'll start. <laughs> and Israel, can you pray for us? Father in heaven, as we open your word and study today, we just pray that the presence of your spirit would be with us to lead us and to guide us into truth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 This uh, episode is entitled The Health Message, The Health Message. And if you want to know what we've been covering, you can go to hopetv.org slash inverse. And you can look at, we've done a lot of topics, but look at the topic of Adventist heritage. And you can click on the first uh, seven episodes there. We've covered, what, uh, Advent Hope. We've covered Sanctuary Message. We've covered Sabbath. um, Sabbath, Great Controversy. Great Controversy. Tithing. Church organization. Church organization. The church organization one, although I thought it was going to be pretty hard and boring, was actually very fascinating Mm. to me. Uh, very, very exciting. And now we're in the health message. How are your health habits, you guys? What is mm. what are what are some things that you are working on? Uh, and we all should be right. Where we we don't um, exalt some some health standard. Uh, it's not like you know Arnold Schwarzenegger. We're all trying to be like. Uh, <laughs> but your pe- Jonathan's people. Hey, that's, that's more like your people. Uh, yeah, identifies more with California than anyone else. Um, we will are, pump you up. Just, just, just curious. Are, are you guys working on anything? Or I got yeah. a bike. I bought a bike uh, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. It was a good deal, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start biking. Because not, I don't like bike? running. You, it's justified because it's a good deal, right? <laughs> yes, I had it justified. That's a good deal. But also, I wanted, the prime reason was I wanted to invest in my health because yeah. I don't like running and my knee kind of hurts when I run. So. Oh, it's a sign of age. Mm. Welcome Indeed. to the club. Yes, thank you. Is Finally. it, a, is it a, a bike that you ride on the road or in the mountains? It, a road bike. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find yourself getting healthier? Or uh, is it just hanging laundry? Uh, he will when he starts <laughs> using it. <laughs> When he starts using it, he will I just bought it. I just bought it. Um, He just bought it last year. A few months ago. (laughs) Then we had a baby. (laughs) But yes. Air drying the diapers, yeah? Yeah, Uh, The cloth diapers. More or less. (laughs) No, but um, it is going to be easier on my knee. That's that's one of the main reasons. For sure. But yeah, no, um, every time. And I I know as boring as it sounds, I really like going for walks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially now that I have kids, it's really great to take them out there. And uh, I can always tell... Not just the um, the physical benefit of of going out, being in fresh air, being in nature, but also really spiritual benefits. Because every time I go out, I'm like, oh, "Thank you, Jesus. This is so wonderful. The mm-hmm. peace that it brings. You know, we have a, we have a trails right behind our house, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's just a yeah. Uh, it's a it's a holistic experience, mm-hmm. as simple as it sounds. So mm-hmm. I I see health benefits there. Um, for sure. Good. Yeah. Pretty good. You're yes. looking good. You're looking healthier. Well, and thank you. Good. <laughs> you <always look> good. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Siku, Israel? Um, I am currently 
Okay, so what I am actually working on is intermittent fasting. Okay. Because I mm. um, like eating. I love food. Yeah. Yeah, but my When'd body. When'd you start? Because huh? yesterday. Because <laughs> <laughs> yesterday you had three meals. <laughs> yeah, we were hanging out. And, I, uh, I didn't actually, because <laughs> I skipped breakfast so that I could eat with you guys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. good, good, yeah. good, good, good. But well, we ate three times. <laughs> are you are you feeling that? Do you feeling the impact? I mean, that? I definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, like in in clarity of of you know thought, being able to like mm-hmm. process information, generally speaking, mm-hmm. and then I, I am trying a sugar fast. Um, so I had to say no to dessert yesterday, which was heartbreaking. Wow. Yeah. But today didn't? No, it's <laughs> No, I didn't actually. <laughs> I have the chocolate in yeah. my room and I'm just like looking at it. But it, it's it's really like, I was like, I need to have my mind clear. Yeah. And sometimes you just want like a chocolate boost yeah. because it, you know, it gives you like a boost of energy, but then it's long term. It's like not that great. So mm-hmm. anyways. That's yeah. my current mm-hmm. struggle. Thanks, guys, for yeah. holding me accountable. Yeah, no, we encourage <laughs> and the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you, world. <laughs> Give me the chocolate and that way. I'll he wants to help you. Yeah. He's on a chocolate only fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching what I eat. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm not on any. Uh, <laughs> I'm not on any health kick right now. I need to be. I have. I have four. So- I have, for you a long have time been on a lot of health habits for I, a while. When I when I, I remember when Israel like ten years ago he came uh, to Europe to visit and all he could talk about was triathlons, triathlons yeah. this, triathlon that, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. This dude does <laughs> triathlons. Yeah. He even wanted to give me his shoes and everything. I was like, ooh, this is this is inspiring. And like, yeah. what has happened? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. lost my way. I, I um, I'm I'm trying I'm to get back some. into. <laughs> yeah, in I've lost my I've lost my way and I've gained some weight. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to get I I'm trying to get in my old age trying to find something that's reasonable. Hmm. You know, like the triathlon thing was way it was unreasonable. It, not main not unreasonable, but it was hard to maintain. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so you know you go you I mean when you eat enough when you eat so much to maintain that kind of energy mm-hmm. yeah. and then you stop doing that it just you gain a bunch of weight so i i'm trying to just go back to walking and, gardening and Good. running you have chicken you run after chickens yeah i'm not running i don't run after them i just call them and they come to me <laughs> i, I am papa hen <laughs> yeah i um i hate i hate running yeah, I hate anything that's exercise oriented whatsoever, and so I'm a vegetarian. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do for health. But as of late, I think I, I had uh, two knee accidents, and so that's prevented me from running. So I haven't run for the longest time. I got into biking about uh, five years ago, but as of uh, this year, uh, got a new job and just the stress of, of some other things. I'm getting into running and I hated, hated, hated running. But because I was on the bike for so long, it really mm. built up my knees mm. that, that now I can run. And it was oh, the awesome. first time I ran wow. in 12 years. And not just like run, not like run from here to the car, but like run for about 30 minutes, mm-hmm. not straight. <laughs> it was like, you know, on and off. But the cool thing is I, I have it in my journal where I'm demarcating what I'm doing. So that really gives encouragement so i can i'm I'm running for longer uh cadences Mm -hmm. and the cool thing is we went to the park yesterday and i was running after my kids and i was running the whole time and i didn't get tired that's a cool thing and i didn't have any knee problems uh and i'm finding there's a lot of cognitive benefits so yeah 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 it's it's super it was super super psychologically discouraging to get knee problems uh because that was the end of 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 health physical uh, physical activity whatsoever i mean yeah so uh, we're reading uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, uh, we're not only just uh, preaching about it and teaching about it, but we're hopefully living it out. Uh, health is not just only a component 
Um, and really, the, the key lesson I think for here today is you can be healthy for selfish reasons, mm-hmm. uh, but Adventists understand health in a different way. And, and what is that? And that's that's really to, to bring it about. We hopefully this has been inspiring mm. to you in some way to take health. We all have areas, and that's something that I really appreciate about working in Adventist Church. There's always some area that you can work on health. So Israel, there's still hope for you that you've it. you know mental health and also family <laughs> health and also physical you know, health. Phys- Physical emotional health, and spiritual health, emotional, and, and did I mention psychological? Yeah. Um, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, verse 1 and 2, and Jonathan, can you mm-hmm. read that for us? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yeah, uh, really cool verse for about the, the body and the mind connection. And mm. uh, We've talked about, you know, sanctuary, Sabbath, and all these big, heavy things. And then where does health fit into all that? It's just kind of been shoehorned in there. Siku, why, why are we talking about health all of a sudden? And it, because, because Adventists are known more for their health than really for mm-hmm. anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Seventh Day Adventists, it's not there. There is there isn't this bifurcation <laughs> between you know body and 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 mind, mm. right? Which is this huge philosophical problem. You know, how, what's the relationship between your mind and your body? You know, um, but the Bible, what the Bible teaches us is that we are whole humans. Mm. Like it's a holistic view of the human. Person. So your thoughts, your so emotions your thoughts, your feelings, are not segmented, but they're right. all right. Like yeah, so the, the, how you feel is going to impact your physical health. Mm. Your, your physical health is going to impact your mental health. Mm. Your mental and all of it impacts your spiritual health. Mm. So we're actually whole beings. We know this experientially, but I think sometimes we kind of tend to segment our lives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what? Why this becomes important like in, in development of theology is because our theology is not just about head knowledge, um, but this information that they were learning as they were studying scripture, it impacts your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It impacts our social lives, our relationships with one another. Mm-hmm. And our mind being able to process this mm-hmm. is impacted by our physical health, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if I am not in good physical form, physical health to be able to comprehend what I'm reading from scripture, all of that is like down the drain, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I can't even start the process. Um, and so for a lot of times, like what, what our physical bodies are experiencing impacts our spirituality. I'll say this, like getting enough, getting adequate sleep, um, even our, our weight, right? I can say, like, specifically on those two, at an experiential level, <laughs> you know, um, impacts your ability to be able to read the Bible mm. and comprehend what you're mm-hmm. reading, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as a yeah, student, the three of us uh, who have had parents of younger children and their sleep schedules and their sleep cycles mm-hmm. affect us. Uh, used to you. Uh, and then it impacts your spirituality for right. sure. Your devotional life, your prayer life, your your desire for witnessing, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and so so worshiping God not just not just by you know the information that we're gathering or just you know I'm going to sit and read the Bible, right. but worshiping God with our bodies. Mm-hmm. That's saying I want my body to be in the optimal shape mm-hmm. to be able to comprehend Scripture, mm-hmm. to be able to live out. Scripture mm-hmm. to be able to impact somebody else's life. That with my body, I want to worship God, mm-hmm. and so this becomes like a holistic um, experience, you know, of of our faith. 
Yeah. What's interesting is that, you know, when we, when we look at the Bible, like we, we're not just making up this idea, oh, we've got to be healthy uh, and, and then we will have a better spiritual experience. We're just really trying to follow biblical principles. And God, in the Old Testament already, you know, he implemented health laws, dietary laws that some say, oh, they're not relevant anymore, but they're totally relevant. You look at modern science today, it it, it says exactly the same thing. Yeah. They're realizing oh, these, these things were actually always uh, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, even Seventh-day Adventists, historically, when, when we started you know, sharing this message and living this message, they were made fun of. Because, but in their day and age, smoking tobacco was used to, to cure treat, asthma or treat yeah. lung issues. Uh, they would have you know, all kinds of... Codeine, uh, cocaine, exactly. electrocution, bloodletting, and all these things. They were, it really is just... Uh, is it quackmire stuff? Like, is that a word for Quackery. it? Quackery. Yeah, I don't, that's, a, that's a word for it. Yeah, so like just crazy. Um, and over time, yes, science has caught up really with what God has mm-hmm. you know, shown us for a long time already. So we're not just uh, following some, some made-up thing. Yeah. We are following the principles of health that in the context of a sinful world, God has revealed to his people um, and uh, from, and then, really from and, the start. And, and let me push you there. When you say when God has revealed this to his people, mm-hmm. we're saying, and just I'm just putting sure. a couple episodes together, that God had revealed this information to uh, through the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. through the format of the Spirit of Prophecy, through the messenger of Ellen White, yes. to speak to the Adventist people regarding these things. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. And so there is a a last day. So uh, the point I'm trying to make is everything had a last day events kind of twang to yes. it. And so is there a eschatological, mm-hmm. a last day event, last day days <laughs> twang to health? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, if, if I could go to our understanding of end time events yes. in the book of Revelation, yes. right? Um, without getting to the details. What we understand, we talked about in the episode about the great controversy. What we understand is that there there will be a climax of this great controversy manifested in our earthly experience. And there will come a time when all of humanity will be called to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Just as in heaven there was this war and and the angels had to choose which side they're going to be on, Mm -hmm. that we are approaching that climax where all of humanity will have to make that choice. Mm -hmm. And that choice is not, you know, it just... You're not born with a choice. Like, this is a choice you make. You have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And so our health, our physical health, actually has has huge implications on our ability to make the right choices, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And... and uh, this this is it 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 it's really important to me because um, for 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 a lot of personal reasons you know but the importance of prioritizing our health for the sake of our spiritual health and the way that it impacts not just us and ultimately yeah. for the Adventist Church it has eschatological significance but even in our homes yes. with our families mm. in our relationships mm. we cannot make the right choices in you know, being patient in disciplining our children if I didn't get enough sleep the night before mm. because I was being intemperate. If I'm eating too much of this one thing and I'm feeling groggy, I mean, it impacts all mm-hmm. of these things. Yeah. And so, and all of these things have eschatological significance mm-hmm. in the context yeah. specifically of the great controversy and making the right choices that put us on the side of God. <laughs> <laughs> we got to yeah, just take good. a minute that's here good. to digest. That's good. But, that's good. Um, so, Go ahead. All right. Yeah, uh, I think uh, when it comes to when it comes to our eschatology, when it comes mm-hmm. to things dealing with last day events, essentially what is happening is God is pointing to a group of people 
broken, messed up, whatever, uh, beaten up by sin, there's still going to be a group of people in the end time that are going to show the world that God uh, is just, that God is good, that God is powerful, mm-hmm. uh, and all and, and, and all these different things. Mm-hmm. Now, the development of the character that's going to show the world, you know, that's going to light the world with God's glory, it's going to be done by a group of people who are infused with the Spirit of God, who have yeah. surrendered everything that they have, not just because mm-hmm. it's right or wrong, but because it's best. And uh, the, the simple principle is that God cannot bless, heaven can't bless wrongdoing, mm-hmm. you know? And so what Paul is suggesting that we do here, he says, make every sacrifice necessary in order to gain the blessing of heaven, not because, not out of work. Not to earn it. Not to earn it, right? But because in so doing, that sacrifice in and of itself is preparation yeah. mm. for the future. Mm. And so the whole process, not just the health, but the process mm-hmm. by which we wrestle and struggle mm. to sacrifice is essential. A very nuanced answer, but very, very like crucial. Yeah. That's uh, crucial. I was going to say something along the same lines that um, what the lifestyle that God is calling us to is doing, and that, again, that's the lifestyle of Garden of Eden pre-sin, okay? But what he's calling us to uh, and um, what he's doing, it really is a training program. When you think about it, it's a training program for the end times. You're learning to say yes to God and no to self or selfish desire or, or whatever it is in the small things, in little things, okay? Like <laughs> making a decision not to eat this or, you know, to rather eat this or whatever it is, uh, whatever lifestyle. Because the lifestyle decisions, lifestyle habits – that's the day-to-day stuff that happens all the time, you know? You can say yes to Jesus once a week at church. That, that's not as strong a habit as of eating three times a day or mm. whatever it is, you know? Mm. So these little lifestyle habits, they, they train us to say yes to Jesus more and more. And as we do it, we see the benefits of it. Um, you, you realize, whoa, this is really good for me. I feel so much better, whatever, whatever, as, as it moves on. But the beautiful thing is, um, you mentioned, yeah, we have to sacrifice. But verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, so God's mercy is involved in this whole process. Mm-hmm. We, we cannot do this in our own strength. You mentioned the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that brings the, you know, the fruit of the Spirit, self-control. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a big part of this whole thing. Uh, but it, yeah. it's a training program. By God's grace, we are able to engage in it. And it will help us in the last days when the big questions come. Because we have said yes to God in so many things and no to self and the world and selfish, sinful desires that we will be happy to say yes to God even when the pressure is on, according to Revelation you know, 13 and so on, when persecution takes place. We're like, we know our God. We know on an experiential, even physical level, that saying yes to God is, is beneficial. Mm. And so uh, I, I just uh, feel like that dynamic is it's, it's, it's a training program in mm. a way, mm-hmm. uh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's powerful. Like it's, it's our character development yeah uh, that's how character development program is really if we will honor god with our bodies mm-hmm. you know so and and i mean just underscoring what you said like saying yes to an appeal you know at a powerful after a powerful sermon is one thing but it's time to go to bed and i'm gonna get off my phone <laughs> like <laughs> every day you know i gotta just i've had enough screen time just put it away i mean just that is 
every day choosing God, mm. literally, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, and sometimes, yes. Mm. And, and that, I mean, that is the, the, the essence really of Christianity is that on a day to day, you know, that experience with God, I always wondered before, you know, you have Abraham and who's this huge father of faith. And then you've got these pivotal events that transpire, you know, and then you've got these long periods of time that you hear nothing about him in the Mm -hmm. Bible. And then it's like, oh, and then an angel came to his house. And then it's like silence. And then it's like, oh, and then, you know, God asked him to sacrifice his son. And and, and I used to wonder, like, (laughs) what's happening in between? Mm -hmm. In between, Abraham is eating. Mm -hmm. Every single day, he has to make the choice to obey God in his eating every single day. In between, Abraham is, I mean, the the day-to-day, those decisions... Those are the things that build up to yeah. when finally he comes the angel and he appears or whatever. Yes, yes, yeah, and and that is the fabric of mm. our Christian experience mm-hmm. is giving our bodies as a living sacrifice. So we need that consistency and faithfulness in those gap gap times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and also it's the foundation. Profound. It's the foundation when you look at uh, Daniel and his friends and. In, in the book of Daniel, you know, I mean, the diet played a major mm. role. Yeah. I mean, God entrusted in him essentially our last day message. Over and over and over again, what we do in our everyday life qualifies us or disqualifies us mm-hmm. for mm. what God will entrust us with. Just because he cannot entrust someone with heavy responsibilities who is not able to withstand that heavy responsibility. Mm-hmm. And Ellen White... Uh, I think in the book, Education, speaks about um, Joseph. And in speaking about Joseph Mm -hmm. and his faithfulness in the day-to-day, whether it was in the prison or whether how he related to people in the prison or or as the second-in-command in Egypt, she says something very alarming. She says, the same storm that knocks down the tree doesn't affect the small plant. You know, and so, (laughs) or the the blade of grass. And, And so it's like God cannot entrust in his people weighty responsibilities Mm. if they don't have the character that is able to sustain the storm that comes with them. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why, uh, you know, what Sigu is saying, it is the in-between times, the times of silence, the times when God does not seem to be watching that Mm. really religious life is built. Mm -hmm. I have a, a, to piggyback on what you guys are saying, but also a different angle on things, that the health message that the Adventist Church received through the ministry of Ellen White was unlike anything that that the then known world had heard of. Mm-hmm. Today we hear about veganism, totally common. Mm-hmm. And so we we talk about veganism is like, yeah, I mean, who cares? We 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 talk about intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Ellen, I talked about intermittent fasting 150 years before it became popular. Um, this was a specifically prescribed. Uh, instructions for God's people for the last days, mm-hmm. and then we, you know, you, you, we, we, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm, some, I'm assuming you do. But like the, the Cornell professor, who is the Cornell of uh, the professor of, of, of nutrition, he compared all of Ellen White's writings to her contemporaries and found that she's copied no one. There, mm-hmm. She's she's coming out of the blue with this information, mm-hmm. and this professor, as a non-believer, is saying this person had to receive this information supernaturally from somewhere because wow. it's so accurate to where we are now mm-hmm. is it possible that today with quote science having catched caught up to where ellen white has revealed what she's revealed that her now her message is now irrelevant or like how, how do we how do we today 
uh, embrace the health mm-hmm. message mm-hmm. because it's not that all shocking from what yeah. is out there. I mean, if anything, you go to WebMD and the, there's more stuff out there. Mm. Or are there some stuff, the things that Ellen White has mentioned that you're still like, I don't know about that, but I'm going to still do that until science catches up with that too. Mm-hmm. Or or there's some stuff that she says we're like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to bring this to on that level. There's an element of nuance there that I think many times we lose sight of. You know, like when she's talking about, for example, when she talks about a vegetarian diet mm. or when she talks about, a, you know, a plant-based diet uh, and, and, and these sorts of things, we look at it from one angle or science looks at it from one angle, from another angle. But there is uh, – th- that's just the tip of the iceberg. She's talking about from very, very wide, different angles. There is the angle of health. This helps you. There is the angle of the environment. It helps mm. you. There is the the angle of uh, being kind to other animals. It, you know that that's important. But out of all of these different things, there's the angle of which I think science misses, the angle of self sacrifice, mm. or, or or not self sacrifice, but uh, the negation of what would be called the passions, right? Mm-hmm. I just, I want to eat this because I want to eat it and I just need to eat it and I'm going to... Self-denial yeah. skills. And, and, and what that does, I think I think that that science has yet to reveal what that does to mm. human development. Character, yeah. personality, And probably even intelligence or, uh, you know, emotional health or all of these different things. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And another aspect to I think That's good. that needs to be connected to it is the connection to the gospel message. Mm. Because at the end of the day, the transformation, the physical bodily transformation that, that a healthy uh, lifestyle, you know, uh, produces it can only be lasting – if we are connected to Christ, as, as I mentioned earlier, by the mercies of God, through God's grace, by his power, we are, you know, just as like we overcome any other sin, we also need to overcome the sins in our, in our, in our, in our lifestyle. And it's, we can't do it in our own strength, you mm. know. Mm. Um, yes. There are some, you know, strong willpower that they are able to do, you know, some crazy, you know, uh, climb Mount Everest or, you know, run ultra marathons and all these things. But at the end of the day, um, the holistic picture that we are given here is something that is only achievable by God's grace with his help mm-hmm. as we put our trust in him uh, because there is, it's, as, we, as we've been mentioned, it's also connected to our spiritual uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, health and, and, and all these developments that God wants to do in us. Yeah, I appreciate the emphasis, Jonathan. I mean, too, too much in our own community, we do have salvation by diet, right? Yeah. Salvation mm-hmm. by health. Yeah. And the, those two have, we've, we have hugely abused on those, those concepts. Yeah. Uh, Siku, were you going to say something else? Yeah, I was going to say, and I forgot. Okay. <laughs> it was gonna okay. Be good. <laughs> well, if we sleep more, if we have a more plant-based diet, and uh, we exercise more, drink more water, we won't forget. It will be more sharper. And, yeah. and, 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 yeah. I think the motivation. <laughs> you need health to, reform, Seiko. Bring, bring it together. Yeah. The, the motivation by which we do something sometimes also yeah. negates what we do. You exactly. know, Tom Brady. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna talk about motivation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, Tom Brady to win to win uh, an American athlete to win championships, put himself under a rigorous diet. Mm. You know. And and the purpose of that was to keep his body healthy so he can compete. That's not the motivation that the Christian uses. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully you've been inspired in some way to take your health a little bit more seriously. We don't want to just live longer and live ha- uh, healthier just to live more fulfilled and happier lives, but so that we have more time to fulfill our purpose and what the Lord is trying to do, especially in these last days. So the motif may be the same, but our, but our, but our objective is different. Whether it's sleeping more or eating better or losing 
losing some or whatnot, hopefully you've been inspired in some way through the Holy Spirit to be convicted, to take your health a little bit more seriously, and to ask the Lord to help us in an endeavor. I know that's my prayer. I know hopefully that's the prayer for my guys here mm. and hopefully you out there. Uh, God bless you. As we continue studying the different elements of Adventist heritage, next week we look at the gospel. God bless you. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag InverseBible. Until next time, This is Inverse.